0: expressed on acb media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the american council of the blind its elected officials or its staff
1: welcome in take my hand say hello to who you know and who
0: you don't and who you can We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious. We'll be friends.
2: Welcome in, everyone, to Visibilities on April 28th. And it is supposed to be springtime here. I think it's early spring. Uh, We've had terrible rain all week or all day today anyway, and it's cold and raw and that, but it is spring and there's so much wonderful happenings in the spring, especially when we start hearing the morning and the evening concerts of the birds, and with that, I want to thank our guest this evening, Jerry Berrier for being with us Jerry is a longtime friend and is probably one of the most premier blind birders in the country. He has an incredible background with uh, other, co- with other programs throughout the country and in Maine and Massachusetts and all over the place. And welcome, Jerry. I'm going to give all of our announcements at the end of tonight's show because we really want to get started right away with Jerry.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you, Terry. I'm happy to be here and always happy to have the opportunity to speak to my fellow ACB members and friends. And I'll just uh, do a little bit of talking, play a few birds, do some more talking, and I will take requests as we go along uh, because I know... Sometimes people have certain birds they would like to hear. Uh, but just to give you a little background for any of you who haven't heard me before, I got involved in this when I was in college in a biology class. My professor didn't know what to do with me during the lab portion of the of the course. So he came up with something that probably ended up being one of the greatest gifts I've ever been given. And that is, he let me borrow his Cornell University bird sound records. And he said, I'll let you borrow these for the semester. And by the end of the semester, I will schedule a walk with you in the woods. And we'll find out how many of these birds you can identify. And that will be your lab portion of the grade. And I listened to them a lot on my old talking book record player. I hope I didn't ruin his records. (laughs) 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 But... At first, they all sounded the same. I heard Cardinal, Robin, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. And I was like 19 years old at the time, and I just thought, this is crazy. I'll never be able to do this. But by the end of the semester, I was absolutely hooked, and I started hearing birds everywhere I went and trying to figure out what they were. And it was right around that time that cassette recorders became readily available, and I got one and started recording birds. People would see me out there with my hand way up in the air holding this rather large cassette recorder that ran on, I think, 8D batteries, and it had a <laughs> microphone sticking out of the top of it, and I would hold it up over my head and record whatever was was uh, singing out there. So that's how I got started, and it has taken me in a lot of directions. Uh, I learned to write HTML just so I could create a website for where I could put my bird sounds. And I still have the website. It's not SSL secured, so use it at your own risk, but it is at birdblind.org for for anybody who wants to give it a try. And it contains... um, recordings that I've made and a few that other people have given me and I've given attribution when I used other people's recordings and my twin brother at the time that I was doing this was into photography so he added some pictures for me of some of the birds that I put on there and I also have sounds of frogs and my guide dog growling and all kinds of things that just strike my interest which which makes me want to mention another thing that it got me very involved in and that is audio editing I started out using GoldWave and uh, Audie. What was it called? Um,
2: Audacity.
0: No, it was a. It was something called Audible. I can't remember. Audio Audible Audition was another one that I used, and a bunch of other recording apps uh, that got better and better. I now use Studio Recorder and Reaper, depending on which what I'm doing. Okay, so. Um, Enough of that. Let me tell you one recent thing that happened to me. I do go birding anytime I can find somebody that will let me go along with them. And I bird also from the uh, comfort of my own home because I have microphones on the outside of my house, which I can turn on anytime I want to and sitting right down here in my basement at my computer. I can hear the activity out there, squirrels, birds, people, cars going by, all that stuff, sirens. I live in an urban area. Um, But um, I went birding recently with a friend who asked me, would you like to go and feed chickadees out of your hand? And I thought, wow, that sounds really exciting. I know birds to be rather shy creatures and very careful about people. Uh, They don't like to get too close to people. But in this particular area in Ipswich, Massachusetts, uh, there's there's a place that had belonged to a single family for over 100 years, and they were bird watchers, and they were very kind to the birds. And the birds have become tame there, and they've shared that down through the generations. So she took me there, and... I thought, well, I'm probably going to have to stand with my hand perfectly still for 20 minutes and maybe maybe something will come along. And she couldn't even get the bird seed into my hand me. before the birds were just all over me. I had two and three on my palm at a time. Oh, my gosh. It was quite an experience. But, you know, it actually affected me differently than I thought it would. I had very mixed feelings about it. I was, I was in awe um, for one thing. I was in awe of how small the birds are and how light they are. I could just barely feel their little claws holding onto my palm, and you know, no pain or anything like that. But they were very lightweight, like half the weight of a dime, and uh, it was quite an experience. But it also made me wonder: should they really be doing this? Uh, should they be this tame around people? And I don't know the answer to that. But it was a, it was a mixed thing with me. Okay, I'm going to talk about mnemonics. N M how's it spelled N M E M O N I C S I think it's the right spelling mnemonics are little memory tricks that you use to remember sounds and i use them a lot for bird sounds and i'm still learning birds i've been doing it now since the 70s But I forget a few over the years, and I have to relearn, especially the warblers and the migratory birds that I don't hear very much except during the spring and summer. So um, I use these mnemonics. And I'm going to play a bird called the eastern tohi. And if you've all heard me talk about this one, uh, maybe just... uh, hold back and i would like somebody who hasn't heard it before to give me a mnemonic for this bird tell me what you think this bird is is sort of saying if we were to put human words to it so here it goes
3: eastern wood peewee
0: Oops, that's the wrong one but that's okay we'll use this one so is that coming through okay yes good okay so that was actually a wood peewee and that one i think is pretty easy because i think it says its name very clearly um but the one that i meant to play is the eastern tohi i think it says something that's a lot funny uh, a lot neater so here goes the tohi
3: eastern tohi
2: i think it sounds like yoo-hoo here i am
0: (laughs) okay and you want to take a hand raised if somebody
2: anybody want to guess at it uh you can raise your hand i guess i embarrassed uh, i scared them no there we go okay there we go um Put the hand back down again there it is uh, pam coffee
4: yeah i and a lot of other people seem to think that it is saying drink your tea
0: absolutely that is correct but whatever you think it says if it's something you can remember then that's good enough but yeah the typical uh, way to describe the sound of the Eastern Tohi is drink your tea. So let me just put <laughs> more of it. <laughs> and it makes a lot of different sounds too. And occasionally it will say its name. It'll say Tohe, but most of the time it's drink your tea. Okay, so I'm going to play uh, the black capped chickadee next. Let me find it here. Okay, here's the chickadee.
3: Black capped chickadee.
0: Now, that's its spring call, and a, a common representation of that is hey, sweetie. Hey, sweetie. <laughs> but then it's going to say its chickadee dee D name in a minute here. There we go. So that's the black-capped Chickadee. Um, some people confuse that Hey, Sweetie part uh, and think it's a Phoebe. But the Eastern Phoebe has a very different sound. It has a rougher, sort of a burry sound. So let me play that one. Uh, Eastern
3: Phoebe. Eastern Phoebe.
0: It almost sounds like it's saying fibri instead of phoebe. So if you ever hear that, hey, sweetie, you'll know that's an eastern towhee. I'm sorry, is a chickadee, not a phoebe. Um, and there are different kinds of chickadees, by the way. There's a Carolina chickadee also that has a little bit of higher pitch and goes a little bit faster. So those are a couple of birds that I like to use mnemonics for. Uh, the chickadee dee, dee sound is pretty clear. I don't have to make up my own mnemonic for that one. I'm going to try another one here that I think most of you might be familiar with. It'll be the American Robin. And before I play it, I just want to mention my friend Lang Elliott. Uh, He's not a close friend, but I know him and have met him. And he is uh, one of the world's foremost nature recordists. And he has always given me permission to use his uh, bird sound recordings. And just about everything I'm playing tonight came from him. So... Let's look for the American robin here. See. Well, there are a lot of American named birds, but here's the robin. American (laughs) robin. Now, I'm going to say that that says cheer up, cheerily, cheer up, cheer up, cheerily. But I want to play the whole thing. Most of the time, I don't play the whole call because they're kind of long. This one might be a minute long. But I'm playing it to, to just show how many different sounds some of the birds make. And a lot of times, you can tell what bird it is just by the quality of the sound that it makes. So here's the rest of the robin. Okay, that's pretty much it. I'm willing to bet that many of you have heard those sounds and wondered what that was. Fantastical. But now, that's Zoom Friday. Today at
2: 7.30 p.m. Time sensitive.
0: Sorry, my uh, <laughs> phone is trying to remind me of something. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to play another um, bird that has a sound that you, you could come up with a mnemonic for, and most people say that it's saying either conch or conch la or something like that but it is the red wing blackbird and what i remember about it mm-hmm. is when i was in college and was listening to those records the announcer on the records the narrator's name was arthur allen and i remember him saying the red wing blackbird is a harbinger of spring and i always liked that so uh let's see if i can find it here all right here's the red wing blackbird
3: red-winged blackbird
0: not exactly a beautiful sound but i love hearing them uh you mostly Mm -hmm. hear those near wetlands marshes and places like that and it's always one of my favorites because i remember it's a harbinger of spring and it usually comes before many of the other birds in the springtime. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to take a break from that and talk about apps a little bit. Um, there are a number of iPhone apps that are useful if you're trying to learn bird sounds, but there's one that shines above all the rest, in my opinion, and it is called Larkwire L A R K W I R E, all one word. Mm-hmm. And it primarily is an app that lets you test yourself. It'll play a bird, and you can say, I want to see birds. I want to hear birds of the of the eastern, northeastern United States, and I want birds of the field, or birds of the forest, or water birds. Um, there are a lot of different categories. And once you set up the category and the range that you want to hear, then it starts playing a bird sound. And you listen to it, and you say what you think it is. By tapping list. on a certain spot. So let me just bring it up
2: here. Tap bar. Select list. Uh, Intermediate. Waterbird songs and calls. North
0: America. Landbird songs core. Eastern slash Central am North America. Go into... Beginner level progress zero. Landbird songs. Eastern slash Central North America. Are called Interme- courses. I'm going to go into one called Landbird songs. Active courses.
2: Landbird songs. Eastern slash Central North America. Landbird song. Alert. Save game.
0: And I listen to these when when I'm riding in a car and Uber and things you like have an that. have
2: start new game. Resume save game. Resume I'm save I'm going to resume
0: button. my save game. And I may embarrass myself, but I'm gonna try guessing at what a couple of these bird sounds are. So play button. I hit the play button. No, button. Um anybody wanna guess what that is? Let's find out. um I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna say. I think I know.
2: Uh, it. I think Carla Hayes oh, has okay. an idea.
0: Yeah, hey
5: Carla. Um, I I didn't have my hand up. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, unless you do, <laughs> I'll lower it for I'm you. Sorry. No problem.
5: I'm really sorry. Um,
2: no, problem. I have no idea.
5: I was just trying to figure no, that out. that wasn't a- nice to talk to you though, Jerry.
0: Thank you, Carla. Okay, I'm going to uh, pretend that I know this one. Not sure. No. Button. So I'll tell you what the options are. I could hit not sure. Not sure. Uh, I could sure. hit no. no. Play. Or Button. I could hit play if I wanted to hear it again. I'm going to hit not sure. No. Not sure. Button. So- okay. Button. Bird. It's an oven bird. To oh. me, it didn't sound like one because in the woods, the oven bird sounds like it's saying, teacher, 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 teacher. And I didn't get that from that call, but that's what it is. Clay. Button. So okay. Button. I'm going to go to another one. I'm just going to hit OK. No. Button. This is one my wife used to call the uh-uh bird because that's what it sounded like it was saying to her. And I'm going to say this is a fish crow. Good. Button. Fish crow. So I got it. I hit uh, I hit the button that says I know it, and it told me it was a
6: fish crow. I'll Let's try see. one more. No mm. I'm gonna
0: guess this one is a sand grid. Now zoom into society. So wire. Good. Great crested flycatcher. I was wrong. It's a great crested flycatcher. Okay, that's enough of that. I just wanted to play enough of it to possibly whet your appetite if you're interested in learning more about birds. Hmm. I have learned more from this app than anything I've ever used uh, because I hear sounds all the time, and I, you know, I think I know what they are, but I'm not really sure. And I will say that some of the sounds on here, while they're very clear, they don't necessarily sound like the way they do out in the woods or out in the field. And I once in a while, I'll get them wrong, uh, Baltimore Oriole is one that I can almost always recognize if I'm out uh, walking around and I hear one. Because I, I consider them to have a striking tone. Uh, they sort of sound a little bit like a robin, but their sound is... It's it's a sound that only they make, and I like it. And sometimes when I hear it on Larqua, I'm not sure what it is. But anyway, that's, uh, that's all I have to say about apps. There are other ones. There's one called Merlin, which you can record a bird's sound, and it's supposed to tell you what it is, but it's really... Very dependent on how much other ambient noise there is, how many other birds are singing, how close you are to the bird, how many cars are going by, all that sort of thing. So I don't put a lot of faith in in Merlin bird ID, but it can be fun to play with. But Larkwire, I think, is a, a really great app. Okay, why don't we take some requests, and if we run out of requests, then I'll babble on a little bit more and talk about a few other things
2: sounds good anyone uh we've got hands coming up uh, uh carla again yeah, carla this time
5: Hayes. i really this time i really do have my hand <laughs> this up. time you mean it huh
2: <laughs> yes um
5: why um there's a bird and i've been trying to figure it out from um for years what it is and it's here in west southwestern pennsylvania and and um, the other thing I got to tell before I tell you about that bird, um, I think birds know when they're being recorded because I hear an unusual bird and I want to send the sound to my brother and I'll get my Olympus out and turn it on and it stops as soon as I turn on the Olympus. <laughs> I don't know they're pretty smart. But anyhow, this bird, I've created a mnemonic for it. It goes Richard Rick 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 Richard Rick Rick Rick. Any any ideas, Jerry?
0: well i it could be a northern cardinal, do you know what a cardinal sounds like
5: yes yes I, I do um I thought it was a little different than that. This is unique
0: um it could be a carolina wren let me let me try the cardinal just to make sure that that's not what you're thinking of um.
3: Northern cardinal. <laughs>
0: So does that sound pretty unlikely?
5: No, that, it doesn't sound like that. Um, How
0: about a it's... Carolina Wren? Let's see. Let's see if that one may be it.
3: Carolina Wren.
5: No, it's sort of slow. It's Richard. Rich. I mean, Richard, Rick, 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 Richard, Rick, Rick, Rick. And that's a poor imitation. And by the way, is this the um, Burning by Ear CDs, or where are you getting these with the identification?
0: Uh, these are from the Stokes Field Guide. Um, I bought a set of three CDs years ago, and I put them all in my computer and alphabetized them to make them easier for me to find. Um, so that's a good resource. The birding by ear is probably the best recorded resource you could find. There's a set of uh, birding by ear CDs and then there's another one called more birding by ear that has all the warblers and the, the less uh, lesser known birds and they cover hundreds of different birds. So if you're, if you're looking for something like that to listen to birding by ear can't be beat. Well, maybe
2: we'll. uh, Well, thanks, Carla.
0: And and I will tell Carla that people send me recordings they've made on their iPhones all the time. I had a woman recently send me a recording, and she was almost in a panic. She said, "Jerry, can you tell me what this is? I hope it isn't bats." And I listened to it, and it was spring peepers, which are very, very small little frogs. So I, uh, Mm -hmm. I uh, allayed, uh, assuaged her fears, and. Said it was the spring peeper. Okay, any other raised hands?
2: We do. We've got several. Nice. Uh, area code 303 ending in 935. Good evening.
7: <coughs> That's me. My name is Petra, and I have to say this is one of the best ACV community calls I've been on. It's wonderful. Oh well, thank you. There used to be, <laughs> you're welcome. There used to be, <coughs> first of all, my husband and I got a kick out of there whipper whippoorwills. In Missouri and maybe in Oklahoma as well, but in Colorado we had poor wheels. Right. The first time I ever heard a poor wheel, I thought that sounds like a poor wheel. And that <laughs> turns out exactly what they are. But there used to be a little handheld device with these cards that you could put in it, and it was called an identifier. Yes. And you could put the cards in and then press the buttons, and it would tell you what they were and make the sound. Um, I don't know if they still make them or not. But that was a lot of fun. But you mentioned um, one of these. The first app you mentioned was uh, bird was um, Lark Wire. Yes. And then you mentioned something that was landbird songs.
6: Oh,
0: that was actually one of the options in it. You have to buy these packages. They're actually training courses. And the one that I was one that I opened up was called Landbirds. And uh, you can buy them for the East or the West of the United States. And they have other ones for water birds and a whole bunch of different ones. Or you can subscribe, and I don't know what it costs to subscribe. You can then uh, take advantage and of any of the courses they offer.
7: What do you, Where do you buy them or where, what do you subscribe to?
0: Uh, you would get it online. You would have to do a search for uh, Larkwire, and it, it will come up, because there's nothing else called that I don't think uh but it's Okay
7: and from Larkwire we can find the others that you mentioned?
0: Yes, those are part of Larkwire. They're courses that Larkwire has created. Um, Perfect. Yeah. And I did mention Perfect. I mentioned Merlin ME M-E-R-L-I-N, Merlin Bird ID. That's a that's a different one and it has some merit but for us uh not as much maybe as for for people who can see the pictures that it shows. Um and by the way are you aware that there's also a chuck will's widow that's another bird that's sort of similar to the the whipper will oh
7: no i haven't heard of chuck will's widow
0: well let me just give i a, think
7: my favorite song bird is a mockingbird
0: oh yes i have those here you know the whole time i grew up in pittsburgh i never heard a single mockingbird and my daughter tells me that they're very prevalent there now, and I hear them here all the time. And I'm in Malden, Massachusetts. So let me just give you a short rendition of the Chuck Wills Widow. It says exactly the same thing over and over about 10,000 times a night, but um, here it <laughs> <knows>.
3: <laughs> Chuck Wills Widow.
0: Okay, that's enough <laughs> of the Chuck Wills Widow. Okay. <laughs> Any other requests? Thank you very
2: much. You're welcome. Thank you and welcome. Um, yes, we have two more. Roberta will be next, and following her is Mary Heroyan.
0: Okay, and I probably should have said this, that I mostly only have birds that are heard in the eastern United States. I don't I don't have, like, uh, uh laughing kookaburra or anything like that on here whatever request you have
1: um so i i'm calling i I heard you the last time you were on and i on on a recommendation or because i heard you talk about it not because you necessarily recommended it i downloaded merlin bird id and i agree with you i find it i i was not able to uh figure out how to make it work um so, the, I was trying to catch the names of the other, if there were other apps. I heard you um, in the pre, with the previous caller mentioned Larkwire. Is that the other app that you had suggested?
0: Yes, that's the one that I think is the best of all the iPhone apps I've ever used uh, for for us. It really is. Um, it's very useful. You can also browse birds by category. Like you can say, I want to hear cardinals and their allies, which means cardinals and other birds that are similar to cardinals. Or you can say chickadees and their allies, and it will Mm. browse through those and listen to the sounds of them. But I mostly do it, I use it just to test myself and try and improve my birding skills.
1: Okay. So uh, then I'm hearing, I'm not hearing an app that would allow you to. Um, like point it at the bird, and it would play. It would identify the bird.
0: That's what Merlin Bird ID is supposed to mm. do, and it's the best. Yeah, one, the bad ones, I think it it's okay. somewhat useful. But usually, the best that it will do is it'll say it's either this or this or that. It'll give you three choices. And okay, by knowing the habitat you're in and the part of the country and so on, you can you can take a guess. But I really don't find okay. it.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, that makes me feel better. It's not just me yeah. struggling with it. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Thanks, Roberta. And Mary, good evening.
5: Good evening, Terry. Hi, Jerry. It's hey. Mary. Hi. Hey. Um,
8: so I would recommend definitely the Birding by Ear CD. Um, that's how between having the chance to learn from Jerry and listening to the CD, um, Birding by Ear CD, it was a wonderful way of getting some of the bird songs kind of in my ears and in my brain. Um, but there's nothing like being able to hear them you know, out in nature. Um, and it's funny, I actually have one of the mnemonics, which I won't say which one it is, um, I actually have as a password on some of my uh, <laughs> accounts because <laughs> I love it so much and it's easy to remember and I figure no one else is going to guess it. <laughs> and um, yeah, so, but Jerry, I was wondering if you could maybe play a either a vireo or a wood thrush
0: Yes, Um, I'll actually play both of those because they're both really interesting sounds, I think. So here's the Viri. Viri. And I hope that comes through well enough that you can tell that it's a really very unique sound.
2: It, does, it is. It's yeah. like there's a lot of this a lot of different sounds rolled mm-hmm. up in
0: one there. And birds can make more than one sound at a time. They have their voice box is something called a syrinx, and it can actually make two different sounds at the same time. Okay, wood thrush. Let's find that one. Here's the wood thrush, which I think is one of the Maybe one of the three most beautiful bird sounds I've ever heard. Another one would be the Baltimore Oriole, and I'll play that in a minute, too. So here's the wood thrush.
3: Wood thrush.
0: That's not my jaws I'm hearing.
2: No, Carla, I think that's yours, actually, if you could remute mute for a sec.
0: And the mnemonic for the wood thrush is E-O-L-A, which is kind of the, a bit of the tone that it has. Um, I'm going to try the Baltimore Oriole. Let's see.
3: Here we go. Baltimore Oriole.
0: So that's the Baltimore Oriole, and I I have to say, recordings don't always do justice to the bird because they sound so wonderful when you're out in the woods where there's a little bit of an echo and other things around to hear, and some of those birds, to me, they just sound absolutely beautiful, uh, much more so than on a recording. Okay, any other requests before I start rambling again?
2: Uh, Actually, Carla, guys. Okay. Carla, I'm
5: what? having trouble with my computer. It's losing focus,
2: and I'm I'm, I'm really having problems. I'm sorry. Maybe. No problem. That's quite all right. Why don't we? If it's better, we can go on to Russell. Has his hand raised?
6: Why don't we go to Russell? Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Um, i um, Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. So the bird that really interested me two years ago was a screech owl. I would go out at night uh, in the evening, and I'd hear it way down in the woods past a couple of fields. And it would actually, once it knew, seemed like it, once it knew I was around out there, it would work its way up across the back of the field and then up into a copse of woods that I have in my backyard. And it would come you know, pretty close. It would come within... 30 yards of me, and then it went back the other way, and sadly, it was was, uh, found dead down at my neighbor's house.
0: Yeah, the screech owl is the smaller owls. I'll let you hear the screech owl, and I'm going to also play the barred owl, B-A-R-R-E-D. I'll play that one second, and that one makes some really strange sounds, so here's the screech owl, and a screech owl does not screech, by the way.
3: Right. Screech owl.
0: You can also Mm -hmm. hear a ton of crickets and frogs and things like that. (laughs)
6: Yeah.
0: Okay. Here comes the barred owl. And I'm going to let this one play a little bit because it makes some just really unusual sounds.
3: Barred owl.
0: Now, let me stop it long enough to tell you that its mnemonic is, who cooks for you? Who cooks for you? And if it's a barred owl from the south, sometimes it says, who cooks for you all? So listen and see if you can.
6: Who you all?
3: There he is.
2: <laughs> yeah.
6: It's a couple different L's all born.
2: that just one bird
0: no it's a couple of them and i think this what you're hearing now is juveniles they're probably begging for food but they make a lot of different sounds okay Uh,
6: well one more thing jerry if you don't mind yeah the uh the great horned owl which is what i think i hear out here now at night about eight years ago i had like eight of them here and just by the sound of their voice, you could tell, okay, that's a juvenile. That's an adult. That's an old grandpa. <laughs> and they were all lined up from across the street, down through the woods to a pond that we have here. It was just amazing to go out listening to them that summer.
0: You know, One of the greatest moments of, of my life was one morning, and I was out with my guide dog in January on a freezing cold zero-degree day. And I, I'm thinking to myself, oh man what am i doing out here and all of a sudden i heard two great horned owls i'm sure one was a a male and the other one was a female and they were in flight chattering to each other mm. so the great horned owl says who's awake oh. me too let's see if you agree with that
3: 85
2: oh. <laughs>
0: Okay, so that's the great horned owl. We have a few other owls around, but those are uh, a few of the ones that are interesting to listen to.
6: Thanks, Jerry.
0: You're welcome. I just want to mention a couple more things. Um, There's an organization that has been in existence now for, I think, two years. It's called BirdAbility, B-I-R-D-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y. Their website is birdability.org. And their business is trying to promote birding among among people of all abilities. So uh, all right. they promote uh, places that are accessible to wheelchairs. They have a map that's not um doesn't do so well if you can't see, but it's a map that shows various birding spots like national parks and state parks around the country and shows where there are um, confirmed wheelchair accessible locations. And they also have a lot of other information uh, about birding. And they really have done a great job of promoting birding among people with disabilities and also encouraging people without disabilities to be open to have to go birding with somebody with a disability uh so that's something that you might want to look up at some point um and it's called birdability birdability birdability.org yep birdability
2: i have a question for you and then i've got two more ahead of us there was the one that you just did that asked who cooks for you yeah do we have a bird that says i do i do (laughs) just curious (laughs)
0: Maybe that's the one Carla was trying to imitate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, um, Agnes, I know you had your hand up. I didn't know if you still wanted to. Yes, I do. I. Um, uh, do you have a peacock?
0: A peacock. Uh, let me see. I don't think I do. Okay. Um, No, that's one I don't have. I don't know why, but it's not in here.
1: All right. Thank you. You're
0: welcome.
2: And uh, Elizabeth. You can unmute. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, can you hear me now we do yes oh good i
8: was in the wrong window at the wrong moment and so now all is well um good good talking with you cherry um i'm wondering is this going to be turned into a podcast because you have a lot of really great resources here um or are there some is there going to be somewhere where the great resources could be put together if i email you or you know whatever i don't know how can people get some of these um some of the info
2: all of our visibilities calls are are podcasted
8: oh perfect okay great so that's a good start and do you have a resources thing is there anything associated
2: um maybe jerry and i could talk about um, oh he cool could, if you sent me a couple of them i could yeah, I that would, put it that up would on the resources great. that would
8: be great page
2: of visibilities.net
8: oh thanks so much that's that's just terrific um
2: when you have nothing better to do larry uh, uh, I, uh, no no i understand <laughs> and
8: i would offer to do it myself but i don't know how to do it yet but i should probably learn how to do these things so i can
2: do. and it sounds like jerry's website again
8: oh yeah what is Bird the website Blind,
0: birdblind.org
8: cool um you are not the jerry who lives in or who lived in hawaii and may still live in hawaii are you
0: i wish i were yeah
8: i, I was <laughs> going to say but i didn't think you were um but your name is familiar and we've been on the same email list for years and and that kind of thing um i want to let you know that i i don't know if you knew there's a dr ming who did a great deal to save hawks in upstate new york and there were a good many endangered hawks that were no that are no longer endangered thanks to this gentleman who died i mean he was you know he would be about 90 now but um he did really wonderful wildlife preservation and work in this in this area along the hudson going up towards albany um there's a lot of hawks here because of uh because of dr ming so that's always good um i'm fortunate i can hear birds from the back of my house and from out on my deck and it's just it's fabulous and there's a lot of them and we do have hawks living in the neighborhood uh this one living about three houses down i believe do they come back to their previous habitat every spring do you think because they seem to return
0: Yeah, I think some hawks hang around their uh, nest, uh, their nesting area, uh, most of the time. I don't think most hawks migrate. I'm not an expert on any. Yeah,
8: I don't (laughs) think they do either. We didn't think they do, but we thought that they stayed in the same place because we seem to, they seem to be with us year after year. Um,
0: Their juveniles hang around their parents for a couple of years or longer. Oh yeah. Yeah I mean, look at the Perkins School for the Blind and in the Howell building which has a tower on top. Oh yeah.
8: There
0: have been Hawks there for years. So. Yeah,
8: we used to have them at my college too. Absolutely. They had a tower and and they love that. Um it's great, but they they love this some tall trees that that they like in our area. We're fortunate we have some big trees that they haven't managed to chop down yet. Um and so it's it's you know it's really good for them. Awesome. Um Okay. this is great do it again and again <laughs> we love you you're great come back
0: there was a great um, reduction in the numbers of hawks and eagles and other predatory birds back when ddt was being used. oh
8: yeah 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 well that's part of what this area is recovering from because this is a farm area and so we're having to bring it back you know this is pete Seeger country where you know we're like it's clean up the hudson and it's years of just trashed stuff that has to get fixed um mention a couple of
0: other websites Um, one of them this is a great um web-based resource an online resource if you're trying to find a specific bird sound or if you want to read information about a particular species it's www.allaboutbirds.org And um, it's from Cornell University. It's all free. They have hundreds of birds on there. It's a great resource. And I also want to mention, for those of you who are hard of hearing, or particularly people who have lost their high-frequency hearing, Mm -hmm. which has somewhat happened to me, my wife hears things that I don't hear at all. But um, there's a new app uh, that came out from Lang Elliott, the guy that I mentioned before, and that's whose voice you hear on the bird recordings that i've been playing but there's a an app called hear birds again and it's at hearbirdsagain.org and um what it does is you wear a headset that has microphones in it the headset picks up the sound of the bird and it lowers the frequency of the higher frequency sounds so that people with high frequency loss can hear them and i have mixed feelings about that because while it certainly can enable me to hear birds that I might miss because I don't have that high frequency, yeah. but it they don't sound the same you know i and i I identify birds based on what their pitch is and how they sound in comparison to other birds so it's not a it's not a panacea, but you may find it interesting to try out the app is free, but you do have to buy a special headset to use with it and um There's another one I want to mention, which is a great resource. And any of you who listen a lot to NPR have probably heard something called Bird Note. It's a daily two-minute broadcast, um, and it gives some great information about a bird and usually includes the sound of the bird, and it's at birdnote.org. So uh, (laughs) that's another one that might be of interest
2: to you. Um, Any other requests? Yes, we do. And uh, uh
7: okay. I was once in a classroom, preschool classroom, and they had finches in a cage. And um, I was I was wondering about when you have caged birds and wild birds. I prefer the wild birds, but are finches um, in your list?
0: They are. That- there are several different finches. There's American goldfinch, which says potato chip. Potato chip. I'll play. <laughs> There's also house finches, and some other ones that I'm not thinking of at the moment. But let me find the American goldfinch. It, um, it actually can be difficult to identify by sound because it makes a lot of different sounds, but it, when it's in flight, it has this sound that people either call potato chip or perchicory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like perchicory. It sounds much more sophisticated than potato chip. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's what it sounds. Like.
3: American Goldfinch.
0: And I'm gonna play the house Finch, which is very common. Uh, they tend to be in urban areas. And they're also a little bit difficult to identify in comparison to other birds, but there's almost always a ziri sound somewhere in the the call. So here's the house finch.
3: House finch.
0: (laughs) Okay. Any (laughs) other requests? wow this hour is flying by for me i don't know about everybody else but
7: if i'm still unmuted how about a bluebird
0: the bluebird yes the eastern bluebird sings cheer chirpal charmer (coughs) so (laughs) let's see here it
3: is eastern bluebird
0: Was I right? Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm going to play another one that says something interesting, which is the eastern meadowlark. I don't think I've ever actually heard one in the wild, but uh, I know they're around. And they say, spring of the year.
3: Eastern meadowlark.
0: Okay, that's the Eastern meadow mark. There's also a Western one. I won't play that one, but uh, all right. Any other requests?
4: I have one. I don't know if it showed my hand up or not. Zoom is acting really weird tonight. Um, But there is, uh, I live in Alabama, kind of north central. I'm just outside of Birmingham. And just occasionally, if I happen to be awake in the middle of the night, which isn't frequent, but on rare occasions when I was, there was there's a bird, and I it's been a long time since I heard it, and I can't really describe the sound. But what would be some of the birds that uh, would be in? north central Alabama in a more or less like a suburban area that would sing in the middle of the night
0: well one of the birds that sings in the middle of the night in the spring is the mockingbird I've heard mockingbirds at 1 o'clock in the morning 2 o'clock in the morning okay they're very uh, ardently trying to find a mate or trying to attract a mate. And that's one of the reasons that male birds sing in the spring is to attract mm-hmm. a mate. They're, they're singing, here I am. I sound mm-hmm. good. I look good and I'm healthy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so let me see if I can find. Uh, it's called the northern mockingbird in this area, but it sounds pretty much the same as the southern one. <laughs> Let's see. Here's the mockingbird.
3: Northern Mockingbird.
0: They imitate other birds.
4: love it.
0: <laughs> and it goes on and on. They even make the sound of car alarms sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alexa stop. Thanks thanks very Alexa, much. Alexa stop. Um whoever is asking Alexa to stop if you would kindly mute would be great because we only have time for one more call. And that's Claude has had his hand raised for a very long time.
9: Hey, uh, uh, hello everybody. Uh, I'm calling from San Diego, California, and uh, I want to thank you for this presentation. And I wanted, I wanted to bring up a couple of birds from here that might be fun. Um, would do you happen to have white-winged dove and compare that with cuckoos for you? Um,
0: let me check. i do not because i mostly have birds of the eastern united states okay
9: all right well then then let me share one more comment just for fun um our state bird here is the california quail and you may know this that its common song actually says chicago do you know that (laughs) no well uh, too bad that you don't have a recording um if you don't mind i'm gonna imitate it it goes (laughs) <laughs> and that's that's translated as chicago
0: that's the bird Carla was trying to find
9: <laughs> there you go. Anyway, thank you very very much i appreciate all the comments this was great thank you
0: thank you
2: and i am thank you Liz, uh claude um much- unfortunately <laughs> i wish we could go on further um i'm going and we've got less than five minutes um, maybe we can eke one more very quick one in. Oh, come back soon. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to actually. I was going to put one on one person who hasn't uh, who hasn't been on yet. Okay, and that's uh, Zelda. You want to unmute? Oh, thank you, Terry, <laughs> and thank you, thank you, Jerry.
7: This this has been really good. And um, could you play the black? Uh, the red winged blackbird? Do yes. you have that? Okay.
0: Yeah, I actually played that earlier, but let me find it again.
7: And I'm I'm sorry, it wasn't done right away when the call started. So
0: here's the red-winged blackbird. It says Conquer. Yes.
3: Red winged blackbird.
7: Yes. And they usually um, are sitting on top of a cattail or on top of a fence post when they're singing that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that from my childhood. Yeah. So thank
2: you so much.
0: Thank you. And Terry, I would like to just make a couple of comments if we have time. Um, we
2: we we do have time. And then I have a couple of comments too. <laughs> Maybe a request. But just, go right ahead.
0: I just want to say that My interest in birds has really changed my life. That's not an exaggeration, because I think I'm more interested in the environment and what we are doing to it. Um, I pay more attention to the seasons. I pay attention to what time sunrise is, even though I can't see it, I check it on my iPhone and I usually know about what sunrise and sunset are. And when I'm traveling, even I went to Sweden a few years ago And I got to go birding there, and I found that while I couldn't identify the birds, I could tell what family they were from by the tone. Like, I knew that some of them were thrushes, and I knew some were related to various blackbirds that we have here. So, it really, it's a great hobby, and it can just spawn all kinds of other interests, at least it did in me. And I want to thank you all for allowing me to to do this, and I'm happy to come back any time Terry asks me.
2: And that's what my request is, that we still have a number of hands raised. Okay. And I'm thinking that maybe we could impose on you maybe sometime next month. Sure. Yeah. Uh, We would love to. I'll be in touch with you and we'll set up a date.
9: Okay. Very good. Thank
2: you ever so much. It's been great having you on. Thank all of you for joining us this evening. I do have a couple of very quick announcements I just want to remind people about the ACB government employees uh, monthly meeting will be this Sunday evening. The link will be going out on conversation tomorrow. The ACB Next Generation's first annual auction is tomorrow is Sunday evening as well. And the winner of last week's fun feature, which I kind of fouled up, but. It turned out because we were having Jerry on tonight, the answer to who, what is the next holiday that at least I was thinking of was Earth Day. And Melanie Snuh- I never, I always threw up her last name. I'm sorry, Melanie. Melanie he um, was our, was the first one in with that answer. And I will be posting the, Fun fact for this week uh, on the website and put it out on the emails because they don't have time to do it now. But I thank you all very much for being with us this evening. Um, a special thank you to um, Artistic Angela. She has been hosting for us tonight and this is her first time being stuck with with. With Terry and visibilities. And of course, I always want to thank Lara Gassman for streaming us on ACB Media 1. And with that, Jerry, thank you ever so much. And good night, one and all. Have a safe week and enjoy birding over the next few weeks.